Good afternoon, Diane. Happy Nurses Month. Before we start our question and answer, I would like to uh, introduce um, Diane to the to the viewer. Uh, Diane is our manager for advanced practice providers and a clinical trials research nurse practitioner in the Department of Investigational Cancer Therapeutics here at MD Anderson uh, in Houston, Texas. She has more than 34 years of nursing experience, wow, Diane, in general surgery, orthopedics, oncology, and early phase clinical trials. Diane is, has authored several peer-reviewed uh, articles and has presented nationally and internationally on, on, on oncology-related topics. Her research interests are to evaluate the role of the advanced practice providers in patient um, outcomes and to evaluate strategies to improve the recruitment and retention of people of color in early phase oncology clinical trials. And so I'm so glad that you were able to join me today, Diane. So um, for our topic today, I would like you to um, maybe um, tell us about what is a diversified nursing workforce for you? Thank you. So uh, that's a great question. And, you know, um, I'd like to begin by pointing out that the uh, future of nursing 2020 to 2030 identified that nurses should be uh, instrumental in addressing health equity as well as um, social determinants of health. So the way to do that is to have a diversified nursing workforce. And that can be a workforce that is comprised of nurses from uh, different uh, backgrounds, uh, ethnic, uh, racial backgrounds, uh, different ages, um, uh, sexual orientation, um, even nurses who may have a disability. So, um what do you think of this, the current status of diversity in nursing? Uh, let's, uh, you know, let's talk about at our institution. So I think at our institution, we're fortunate. I think we have like over 4,700 um, nurses here. And I think um, MD Anderson is doing a great job of uh, increasing diversity in the whole workforce, especially nurses. Um, I don't know the exact number um, as far as you know, the percentage of uh, racial breakdown, I would say. But if you look at uh, overall in 2020, there was a survey that came out. Um, it was a nurses workforce survey. And what they found was 6.7% um, black or African-American nurses, 7.2% uh, Asian, and then 2.3 other. And then we have 5.6% um, risk of nurses identified as Hispanic, Latino, or uh, Latina. And of those uh, also, there was 9.4% um, male. And if you look at the advanced practice role, the similar breakdown. And what I also found was that in 2044, you know, um, nurse.com said that the US population is gonna be more than 50% minority. And today, if you look at statistics, there's only 20% of our nurses identify as a minority right now. And I'm sure Indiana's is probably more representative of those numbers. So, so in terms of overall, or I mean, I know you have, you know, talked to other nurses and you've been part of these many, you know, um, 
you've been part of this ONS and other, you know. So, so from 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 your discussion with them, do you think the way you see it from our institution is the same as other, you know, other hospitals? I would think because MD Anderson uh, makes a great effort in having a diversified um, workforce. I think we actually have more representation of uh, ethnic or minority groups, to be honest, because we also have those, you know, groups that actually address diversity and we have a celebration each month of the different uh, cultures. So I actually think, without knowing the exact number, I would say our institution does a really good job of being representative of the population that we serve. How about the other um, hospitals or other institutions? How do you see this, you know, from 34 years ago, are we more diversified now compared from, you know, 34 years ago? So I would say, you know, that Maria, that's a wonderful question. So I'll say even just 24 years, when I, as long as I've been working here at MD Anderson, I would say I was probably out of the maybe 20 uh, APPs that we had at that time, I probably was, um, I think there was two of us that actually were people of color. And if you go back 34 years ago, when I first went into nursing, um, I would tell you out of my 60 uh, number class of nursing students, I was one of two. And so I would say compared to back in the early 80s when I graduated, that we have come a long way because um, even then they, even then um, we people of color were discouraged to go to be a registered nurse. They actually kind of wanted us to go to be LVNs. That's that's because of the structural racism that was in place that they would encourage all of the uh, people of color to go become a, a licensed vocational nurse versus a registered nurse, but I was one of those determined people that I knew what I wanted and I knew how to get it. So in terms of um, not only, you know, um, about race, but more of have you seen um, some younger people now wanting to go to nursing compared to before that, you know, not a lot wanted to go to nursing? Yes, because, you know, back 34 years ago, nursing was not considered a very... um, high profile um, profession. I would say that, you know, people, you know, most women uh, went into become a teacher or they did become a nurse, but most people thought, thought nursing was, you know, more of the bedside nursing. And they didn't think that we really needed to, um, uh, could do other things besides like, you know, being a nurse practitioner, case manager, a manager, or even a health, you know, a CEO. Uh, CFO, any of those things, they saw us only as bedside nurses. And a lot of uh, people didn't like that because they didn't think it was glamorous. They didn't think it required a lot of education. So, and even uh, male nurses, you know, it wasn't uh, popular at that time for uh, men to be into nursing. And as far as people of color, or even just say um, people of different sexual orientation, all these different things were, they were not encouraged to, um, consider nursing as a profession. And even in high school, it wasn't something that was promoted to the uh, high school students. So what do you think are those advantages if if overall, not only on not, not only for MD Anderson, but overall, what do you think are the advantages of having a diversified nursing workforce workforce? 
I think uh, a healthcare facility that has a diversified nursing workforce can help to uh, address some of the conscious as well as the unconscious biases that exists out there that leads to health disparities. I think that a diverse workforce can help with um, cultural competence. So you have more of an understanding of different cultures and backgrounds and you can develop more innovative um, approaches to taking care of patients because you have other ideas and they're not stagnant. They're not coming from one um, point of view. You have various point of views and experiences. I also think for patients, um, people, especially patients of uh, color or any other, uh, you know, underserved or underrepresented population that they see themselves, if they see a nurse or a physician that is similar to them, you know, they feel this, this person probably has a better understanding of their culture. They may possibly speak their language. They may also um, trust them more because if you're introducing, say, for instance, a clinical trial, if you have somebody that, um, ensures that you, uh, let's just say you're a person of color underrepresented, they might say, well, gee, this person is here. They're likely going to uh, look out for me and uh, will not use me as a guinea pig, but you know, maybe have a different frame of mind because you know, so many people underrepresented and underserved populations have been unfortunately had bad experience in clinical research and at the hospital in general. Um, I think Oprah Winfrey just put out a uh, statement or was talking about some person that was uh, went to three hospitals and was turned down even now in 2022. So, you know, um, having a diverse workforce, whether it's race, whether it's from ge a different ge geographical area, um, helps to show that uh, we are trying to represent the people that we serve. That's correct. I, I, I agree with that because even with our clinical trials, you know, we try to make sure that um, all, all types of, of you know, um, minority are being, you know, uh, it's available to everybody. Right. So wh what do you think are the challenges if um, having to have really a, a diversified workforce? So I think some of the challenges is that um, people who are either people of color or those who are underrepresented or underserved, they don't think of uh, professions such as nursing or any other STEM profession as an opportunity for them, whether it's because of the fact they don't see um, people of color uh, in their neighborhoods or, or in the hospital where they may go or the community hospital or community um, clinic. They don't see people that look like them, so they don't think that's an option for them. So they don't opt to, you know, uh, join the nursing profession. And that that's a challenge because when you, you you have to get out there and approach people and let them know this is a potential career opportunity. But then you also have to recognize that some of the people they don't have the um, bandwidth to have access to the internet uh, because of the environment they're in. They may have lack of funds lack of mentors, um, just a lack of resources. And all those challenges are that as a leader, um, we have to come up with uh, strategies to help go where they are. And when I say that, I mean, we have to go to these uh, elementary schools, go to the middle school, go to high school, 
but it's best to start early in the elementary school, try to get people interested in the profession of nursing and other science, you know, engineering or math type um, professions, but specifically for nursing, because we're talking about that. But um, we have to go there, let them know, yeah, you too can do this. Do you, do you know of any activities that is um, out there in the community that is available for, for uh, opportunity to spread out about nursing? Um, some of the professional nursing organizations have uh, these type of um, activities. I know one of the um, professional nursing organizations that I belong to, the Corbin County Black Nurse Association that is here in uh, well, next door to you know, Houston, we actually have a program and we've had um, contact with Johnson & Johnson with this, where we actually go to some of the middle schools and we do a pinning ceremony. We um, have people from various um, levels of nursing come and speak to those um, students, our kids, and we um, give them a cap so we can introduce nursing as a um, profession and just let them know that you can do this and what the struggles we went through, but we're here. So we went through some of those struggles. You can do the same thing. So we do have things like that. And I also think there is some out in, um, I think the Houston Chapter Oncology Nurses Society has done that before. They've gone to colleges or even high school and also introduced nursing as a profession also. Well, um, thank you so much, Diane. This is a very, um, very important topic, you know, for everybody to, you know, uh, know about the diversity in nursing, you know, um, encourage especially those people that are don't have the access to to know about nursing. And, you know, it, this, this is a good profession, uh, very fulfilling. And as you know, you enjoyed it very much. Now you're still here with us working and, you know, <laughs> yeah, I love it too. I mean, this is my second career and I do love it. So I, I love to be a nurse. Well, thank you so much, Diane, for your time and happy Nurses Week. The same to you and happy Oncology Nurses Month. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you. You're welcome.